Welcome back to Glitchcast, episode number 35. It always feels great to hit like the five and the zero marks. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, it's a milestone. Even though it's like, even though it's 35, like that's nothing. That's um, like at least, oh God, I, I, found, I don't, I don't want to be 35. Jesus. Uh, we've got <laughs> an amazing episode planned for you guys, right? What movie are we reviewing? A bunch um, of movies. Yeah, we, we're covering a lot. Uh, Comic-Con, the biggest... Uh, convention festival convention. Conven- i guess yeah, yeah mm-hmm. con, con mm-hmm. convention uh probably for i guess obviously comics but movies nowadays happened last week and ish um and some big trailers probably like one of the best trailers i've seen in the past couple years uh some crazy news came out and we got it all for you we're ready to go yeah yeah so i actually went to comic-con last year it was a lot of fun. If you ever get a chance to go, San Diego is a beautiful city. You uh, you get to see all sorts of different types of fans, um, all these booths that are set up with amazing artists and very skilled people, um, and you get to run into random celebs. We were taking pictures last year of the Fantastic Beasts and whatever people. Um, we saw a couple screeners of uh, TV shows that weren't even out yet. We got We sat in the Mr. Robot panel uh we sat in what other cool panels did we sit in there was another really cool one i don't know why i can't remember it but really good time if you ever get a chance to go out there you should um but it it was a big one this year as well even without marvel and you know big avengers news or anything like that so let's dive in yeah but speaking of marvel our first movie news story is related to marvel so even when marvel isn't at comic-con they still kind of dominate at least one day here uh, so James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and was supposed to be the writer and director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, has been fired because of some old tweets that he had back in like 2009, 2010, um, that were pretty offensive, pretty cringeworthy jokes, just like shock humor kind of stuff that, like honestly, I've read them, they're not funny, they're just kind of like disgusting jokes terrible yeah but like yeah and so the the whole thing was that uh there was like the these very right-wing conservative people on twitter basically went back and found all it because james gunn is a pretty anti-trump guy and he's very vocal about it and they found all these old tweets and just sort of like trying to like make him seem like a hypocrite and then they labeled him as a pedophile because there was some like kid stuff in there um and so Disney fired him. Disney knew about this stuff because he used to have like an old blog that had all this shit on it and he had to like delete all that. And also he's directed some weird stuff in the past. That's like all he yeah. did up until Guardians. Like they knew about this. It just so happens that now there's a fan base out there that isn't going to gel with him being connected to it because of what happened. So let me ask you something. Uh if if I, do you know any dead baby jokes? Like everybody knows and and has said and has discussed and has, I guess probably not some of us has probably tweeted some really dumb shit. Like mm-hmm. Disney knew about this. Like I just can't believe they're. I, I, I don't I don't like this it's, at all. And the petition's I, gaining steam. There's a petition to bring him back. Like Two hundred thousand people have signed a petition to like get him back. Um, my I, yeah, I think it's I think it's very dumb. And people like to relate it to the whole Roseanne thing with Roseanne apparently tweeting a racist joke. It was like this isn't his views. This is a terrible joke. But Roseanne wasn't making a joke. Yeah, yeah. And so this is just like it's just this weird 
time that we're in where like this kind of shit can happen where like these trolls can take like things that were clearly jokes or not serious and try and twist it and then stupid people will believe them and that or just be like oh well you can't say that that's disgusting and then there's just there's this we just live in a terrible landscape right now I can understand where Dizzy's coming from, except for the fact that they should have done this originally when yeah. they hired him. Um, well, or they, they shouldn't have hired him if they yeah. like they knew what he was. They knew what he does. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where Guardians goes from here. I think James Gunn had just finished the script for Volume 3. So they have that, but like he is very integral to like the success, the continuing success of Marvel. Yeah. I didn't think Volume 2 was that great, but the fact that the first Guardians was that good and that different from everything that came before introduced this whole new world that they can do. That's why Thor Ragnarok was a thing. That's why the Thor Ragnarok was allowed to go that direction. And so without without him, it wouldn't be this the way that it is. So it's going to be interesting. And the Guardians is such like a singular vision that I don't know who can hop on and take it over and make it feel the same. Let me ask you this. Do you think there's a way he comes back? Because the petition's gaining a lot of steam, and now celebrities are coming out and saying, Disney, what are you doing? Like, we're, we're behind James Gunn. Like, this is not cool. Bring him back. Um, You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm Because, like, I, I think, what, the release date for Guardians 3 is supposed to be 2020. Um, so, like, they have to start filming it soon. Yeah. Um, if not like was supposed to start filming at the end of the year or something uh maybe it was 2021 i assume they could push it back a year or something so i could see them maybe sneaking him in if they let a year go by or something but i feel like the timeline they gotta they they really have to do it just based on the slate that they have although they're ending an entire phase next year so they could conceivably just do whatever they want and rework the next phase as however they see fit so i don't know um I could see it if they let some time go by, but I could also very understandably see that there's no way he's coming back. I just don't want him, like, blacklisted from Hollywood because I'd like to see more of what he does. Yeah. I got a push notification today from Yahoo Finance. Uh, why, why I got a push notification from Yahoo Finance about this, <laughs> I don't know. But it was like, James Gunn, Starsky and, Scutch, Starsky and Hutch, Amazon pilot, now scrapped as well. So I opened it. I was like, what? And the Amazon, like, somebody from Amazon commented, like, this was scrapped months ago this was just a normal <laughs> scrap and they just of course turned it into clickbait <laughs> just Yahoo side note finance. about <laughs> side note about the world we live in with fake news oh. clickbait triggers safe spaces pc sjw oh my god let's um, move on all right uh next up spider-man into the spider-verse which is the animated spider-man movie coming out uh in december um basically about a bunch of Spider-Mans in this world, uh, centered around, like, Miles Morales, which is one of the newer Spider-Mans in the comics, uh, has added Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir and John Mulaney as Spider-Ham. <laughs> this could be There's the already best huge... thing Nicolas Cage has done in a long time, at least. <laughs> he's doing something relevant. He's he's also voicing Superman in the Teen Titans Go at the movies movie yep. that comes out this weekend or next weekend. Um, yep. so he's really, really lining up those, those cartoony roles. He's also apparently got a couple good actual dramatic live action roles coming out. There's this movie called Mandy that sounds batshit insane where he's just like goes on a revenge tour and he's apparently nice. really good and it's really entertaining. That's supposed to be coming out later this year. So Nicolas Cage, a little Nicolas cage assance I guess. Um, John yeah. Mulaney sounds perfect as spider ham, which I'm assuming is a, a spider pig, um, what what is what is Spider Ham? 
as as you uh, I, listeners I know, we are not comic book people, so Spider Ham. <clears throat> Fictional character appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. The character is an anthropomorphic, funny animal parody of Spider-Man. Nice. He looks awesome. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm pretty interested in this movie to be honest. There's a huge it cast looks of good. voice characters and like I kind of like it's like a different kind of animation style. Um, yeah, it feels like a blend between like CGI and hand-drawn like 2D kind of animation. Um, but it, I mean, it looks intriguing, and I. I I don't know. It just feels like something that would be kind of fun to fun to watch. Although, when it does come out, which is, I think, Christmas, there's like ten huge movies coming out over Christmas, which is a crowded landscape. I don't think they're banking on it doing crazy Marvel amount numbers, but mm-hmm. it, and it's not connected to any verse right now, I don't think. Yeah. So should be a, a fun one-off where it's a contained movie that doesn't feel like it's setting <clears> up any sequels or anything. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, next up, Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Joker origin movie that's being directed by Todd Phillips, uh, director of The Hangover and Old School, uh, has received an October 4th, 2019 release date, which means it's probably going to get cooking here pretty soon. Additionally, Robert De Niro is in talks for a role in the movie. Um, this role is apparently as a talk show host that somehow has a major effect or uh, causes the Joker's sort of transformation into the real joker or something like that which Hmm. just sounds so dumb oh yeah it sounds like the joker is going to be an actual comedian joaquin Phoenix is going to be like a struggling comedian that you know like he's in nyc in the 80s he's he's struggling this is going to be some bullshit like that he's going to be like oh i hate the world blah 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 and then he's going to like find some success he's going to go on like a talk show that robert de niro hosts where robert de niro is probably gonna it's probably supposed to be like some sort of johnny carson type of thing except robert de niro is going to be like much more like intense and like dickish than johnny carson ever was mm-hmm. and then joaquin phoenix's joker is probably just gonna bomb on the show and de niro's just gonna heckle the shit out of him and then the joker's gonna be like oh uh, i gotta get him back a now. smile on that face <laughs> like he's yeah. just if that's the 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 crutch and how he becomes the joker yeah it's pretty lame but you are just thinking of this right this isn't a confirmed story no line. this is what this is what i'm thinking of i can just okay. see it in my head i can see the trailer in my <laughs> head i can see joaquin phoenix putting on like the makeup and then like his voiceover being like look who's laughing now some bullshit like that yeah and it's just like yeah. i can just see it it's just i don't ugh, i wish it would be good i just don't have any faith i don't care about a joker origin story it just sounds stupid <laughs> D- we are just DC haters, and, and we'll get into uh, more DC as we move move along this agenda here. Uh, next up, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has become Forbes' highest-paid actor ever, making $124 million in the past year, which actually doubles, or almost doubles, what he made last year, which was $65 million. So, holy shit, that's a lot of money, um, which I guess will happen when you put out, like, five to six movies in a year. Um I think he's he I mean he's got to be grabbing what 20 million uh, a picture. He gets a million dollars just to like promote on social media. That's what he demands. So Jesus. my dude is raking. The fact that the fact that The Rock former Miami football player, former WWE wrestler is the highest paid actor ever is insane. I don't I don't like it. It's sad. <laughs> and and I think we're never going to get a he- another headline like this again because I think people are going to get burnt out on him pretty quick. After Skyscraper, um, we'll see what happens with this new hit, when the leading role in the new Fast and the Furious movie. I think he's joining the DCEU at some point as some character, like a smaller character Black against Adam. 
like that's in the Shazam universe, I think. Yeah, he's supposed to be like Shazam's foil or antagonist. He'll probably make a an appearance in that movie. Yeah. I don't think it's in this movie, but maybe it like as a teaser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I can see this uh, trending downward. I just I would I think I can agree with sort of the burnout, and I just think that he needs to cut down on how many movies he's putting out a year. Just slow down. And maybe a little pick bit some stuff that is yeah. sad and good and dramatic. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, his whole mo is like he want he like he looks for scripts and then changes certain scripts to be like this sort of family friendly image that like he can portray and that like is the most you know cast the widest in that kind yeah. of thing. So makes sense. Like I get it, but like at a certain point he's got to pivot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, last movie news story of the week um, Titanic actually almost starred Matthew McConaughey and Gwyneth Paltrow um, I just put this in here because that just sounds like a hilarious and just like bad movie then because like oh, McConaughey God, at that point that was still bad. McConaughey wasn't like good actor McConaughey at that point he was still rom-com McConaughey and like alright 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 McConaughey Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow was actually good I think back then I think she was probably coming off like an Oscar win um but I just I also don't see that chemistry working. That just feels weird. Like it's always weird to look back and be like, oh, what yeah. if this person was cast in this movie instead of that? But also, sometimes they make sense, and sometimes it's like, oh, that would have been kind of cool. Well, Nicolas Cage kinda... almost played Aragorn <laughs> slash Strider in Lord of the Rings, so you can't get much worse than that. But yeah, I agree. Would she have been the one getting painted nude? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Put that image in your head. It's in there. It's <laughs> wow. in there now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That, that would have been um, weird. Speaking of recasting movies, you have a like a Dark Tower recasting kind of thing. Or Dark Tower like dream casting kind of thing in the yes. works, right? Tr- trying, to, trying to write up a recasting of Dark Towers. The Stephen King universe is going to really drive it home uh, with uh, Castle Rock coming out soon. And love to see him reboot this i think i believe there's an hbo i'm sorry amazon series on the way of uh, more of like a prequel style so young roland mm-hmm. um but yeah would love to see a, a recasting of and redo of, the, of that terrible movie <laughs> uh that's it for movie news we got two tv news stories this week uh rugrats i'd assume a lot of people's favorites or one of their favorites uh cartoon shows growing up uh famous nickelodeon show they are doing they are rebooting it, I should say. They're rebooting the Rugrats TV show, um, and then they're doing a live-action... Or not a live-action. They're doing a CGI reboot as a movie, which will come out in 2019 or 2020. I thought I, I read live-action. Either way, it's going to look weird. Yeah. And it feels... Like, how come... there's not? They don't, like, do movies in the standard animation or cartoony style or 2D animation anymore. Like, it's all CGI. All because of, like, minions, essentially. All yeah. because of Illumination. Um, I don't... I don't think there's any reason that they need to bring back Rugrats. <laughs> it, it... Dude. If they pander to the people that grew up with it while making it kiddie-friendly, it might work. Because I was obsessed with Rugrats growing up. I don't know. It says know. live action film featuring CGI characters. So what type of movie would that be? It would be like What the fuck does that mean? It'd be like probably what Sonic's going to be. Oh yeah. 
Oh where it's real world yeah, that's weird. It's gonna what? be like, uh, but those... they're human characters. They're humans. It's, so it's like, gonna be why? like those shitty Smurf movies. But yeah, the Rugrats are human babies. What's gonna be CG? CGI character. Oh, that's gonna look creepy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a real world, but all the babies are gonna be CGI. So, oh, I don't like. This is making me uncomfortable. I guess that's really the only way you can do it, to be honest. Yeah, because those kids are messed up looking, dude. (laughs) Yeah, they're wild looking. Tommy is like, what the hell? They're just going to juxtapose those weird looking kids next to like normal looking humans. Oh, it's going to be a terrifying horror movie, dude. Oh, man. Uh, Next up, last bit of news. Uh, A Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot is also in the works uh, from Joss Whedon, who originally created it, and uh, Fox 21 Studios. It's not going to be on Fox or CW or UPN like it was originally. They're shopping it around to studios and networks. Uh, But it's going to be a reboot. The idea is that they're saying is that they want to make it a more diverse, welcoming kind of story. And... They they want to have an African-American woman as the lead. I don't know if that means that she they're just going to do a straight reboot and the new actress is going to be Buffy. Or if they're, if she's just going to be another Vampire Slayer. I feel like doing another Vampire Slayer is probably the right way to go. Buffy's pretty iconic. Sarah Michelle Gellar was amazing in it. I don't know if you really want to overshadow that. And also, if you're trying to make it more diverse or inclusive or whatever, telling new stories... Not a good idea to just take a white character and replace it with that. Why don't you center it around a new character that is yeah. was originally that and is meant to be that, you know? Yeah. I agree. I never watched Buffy, so this does nothing oh. for me. But I've heard it's real good and um, good to see they're, they're trying to redo it with a little more diversity in mind. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is it for news. We got trailers now. We got trailers on trailers. Hella trailers. Um... First up, we have the Orville season two had a trailer uh, come out over Comic Con here this last weekend, and I basically just put this in because, um, in case you haven't been listening or you missed this, uh, Andy has to watch the Orville season one entirely because he lost a bet saying that it wouldn't get renewed when I said it would get renewed. So he has to watch Orville season one, and then he has to watch Orville season two. Um, mm. So he's stuck to that, and. So hold on, was was there ever was there ever a was there ever something you had to do if it didn't make it past? I think there was. I don't remember what. I'm an idiot if I took that bet. Now I was just it was just all on me. There there was there was definitely something. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, damn it. But there was yeah, it wasn't a one sided bet. Um, Well, I I've got we can come up with something for the next trailer that we're going to discuss, and uh, one of us is going to have to watch this this show (laughs) if if they if if they lose it. So uh, I'll let you do the honors here. All right. uh, Yeah. Next up uh, is a show that's going to be on the DC streaming platform, uh, DC Universe, uh, called Titans. So this is a live action, gritty, dark telling, essentially of what the Teen Titans is. Except it's just called Titans. It's live action. Um, centered around Robin, it seems. Except um, Robin beats the shit out of people and possibly kills people. And also at one point in this trailer, the the, 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 the thugs go, where's Batman or something like that? And then he like shoots them all. And then he goes, fuck Batman. <laughs> I I had to pause the trailer and I go, did, <laughs> did I just hear that? 
And then literally the next scene, he's like curb stomping some guy's face in half. <laughs> yeah. And I was like. He crunches a jaw. It started off like some BS Arrow, Arrowverse mm-hmm. CW style show. And then they're like, where's Batman? I'm like about to turn the trailer off. He's like, fuck Batman. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my God. And then he steps on some guy's face in half. I was like, oh, this is going to be bad good. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this looks wild. Clearly DC just does not care. They're just going full throttle in their dark bullshit. They have, they're just wilding everywhere. <laughs> just throwing stuff and hoping it sticks. Um... So, yeah, what, what should our bet be for, like, who, who has to watch this? For what decides who watches this? Um, I mean, this? go ahead. How about this? Uh, we predict the Aquaman Rotten Tomatoes score. Nice. And whoever is closest to it, uh, or whoever's furthest away from it, has to watch Titans. Let's let's do that as it gets closer. Um, unless, yeah. do you, or we're not predicting it now, are we? No, I don't think we should predict we it. We haven't now. seen enough of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. All right. Uh, next up is the Purge TV series, uh, which is going to be on USA, which premieres in September. Uh, so, actually, the the first Purge, the fourth Purge movie, which is called the first Purge, just came out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Uh, I've seen all the Purge movies. I think it's just an absolutely incredible idea for a movie, except they blow and they're not good at executing it. Um, but this looks interesting to me. I think it looks interesting because it feels like they're actually leaning into the horror aspects and thriller aspects more than the movies do. The movies devolve into like just like straight up action movies for some reason, and then mm. they have a couple jump scares thrown in for good measure, and it just gets kind of annoying. The social commentary works it from time to time. It sort of builds from movie to movie the amount of social commentary they're doing. Um, I actually think it worked pretty well in the most recent one. It just so happens that the rest of the movie didn't work. Yeah. Um, but this looks like they're not leaning too far into it. Like, and it's also supposed to be not entirely set on the purge day. Like all the movies are, it's supposed to be set sort of like leading up to it. And I think following it a little bit. So that interests me. Um, there also seems to be some major creepy stuff. There was like people like recruiting, like little girls and then like trapping them on a bus to get killed. Like all this weird shit. Um, and then like these like high society, like rich waspy people parties. Um, bringing like recruits in and then like having them like kill people some wild stuff going on here but i'm interested the fact that it's on usa usa has mr robot that gives me a little bit of faith that they're not going to shy away from like going dark with it and intense with it um but hopefully it just doesn't fall into the yeah so usa has colony too which i've heard is pretty good it stars uh the guy who played sawyer in lost um so they're, they're putting out some okay tv and uh, yeah. I've never seen any of the purges, but watching this trailer, I expected much worse. It like it looks yeah. like it was sh- shot pretty well, not schlocky, a bunch of sh- shaky cam or anything. It looked like there was yeah. like weird cults of people who like want to offer themselves up for the purge, and yeah. it would be it would interest me like the preparations that people take and the decisions that they have to make leading up to the purge more than just like oh time to watch a bunch of people run away and like try not to get killed. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of yeah. interested in this too, and it's making me want to watch all the ones that I haven't seen. Uh huh. Um, I think another aspect of it is the fact that the TV series is going to be like low budget compared to like what a movie is. So they can't do all the crazy action shit that they do mm-hmm. in the movies. Uh, not that the movies are super high budget or anything, but that's nice, which means that they can probably contain their boners for shooting guns a little bit more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up is uh, The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars is coming back. Um, and they released a trailer for it. I never watched The Clone Wars. Um, I... 
as we know, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. Uh, what do you th- what do you think? Are you interested in this? Have you ever watched the Clone Wars? I I've watched a couple episodes. Um, it was all right. Uh, not really for me. A little too young ish. Um, but I thought the trailer was pretty good. It probably just tugged on my heartstrings a little bit because they used, I believe, the same music from the Force Awakens trailer. Um, and it, it was a kind of cool trailer, but the ending really did nothing for me. I liked it leading up to the end, but the end it was like that some girl turns around and I hear she, I hear she's a really cool character in the in the original show, and she's like, "Hello, Master. It's been a long time." And I think I was supposed to be like, "What? Oh my!" But I I didn't I don't know who she is. So, what'd you think? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I did watch the trailer, but I kind of skipped around because I didn't feel like, uh, waiting around and listening to all of it. And, uh, oh so didn't God, really have no patience. Have me. <laughs> this, stuff, this is why they have to put three second teasers oh, in front of a trailer on. to make come sure on. that you guys don't skip ahead come through on. a goddamn oh, trailer. <laughs> no patience. Shut up. Uh, next up is a new George R. R. Martin show. Um, not Game of Thrones related. This is wildly different from Game of Thrones. It's called Night Flyers, and it's going to be on Sci-Fi. This is a Sci-Fi sort of like psychological thriller horror kind of thing. It feels like uh, mm-hmm. people are out on like this this spaceship that is like the last hope for humanity. Um, and things seem a little weird. One of the guys is like having weird visions of like a daughter who I'm assume who I'm assuming died tragically or something. Um, and feels like things go wrong on the ship, as always happens. But uh, it feels like a nice mix of like alien, uh, sunshine, and like what was that one other Pandorum? Event, I think was an event horizon. Have you ever seen Ooh, Event yes. Horizon? Yes, good call. Yeah. Good call. Uh, yeah, it looked awesome. Um, I'm like immediately ready for this. I mean, we know GRRM is a, a stellar writer, and I'm just excited to get attached to characters and see them brutally murdered in, you know, <laughs> with, without a sword and hopefully some sort of weird alien slash demonic ship thing. Yeah, I'm pretty interested into it. Uh, like when when you added it to the agenda, I was like, I don't care about this, but then I but then I put it on, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of hooked right away. Immediately, really grabs you. Yeah, yeah, like. I wasn't either because, like, sci-fi, whatever. The experience is okay. Like, I'm okay with that show. But they don't really put out too much good content, like, really good. But I saw GRM and gave it a watch. I'm like, this is immediately added to my, like, very interested to watch this. I mean, we love spacey-type movies like Alien and stuff like that. Like, I'm all in for this. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last TV trailer is for Walking Dead Season 9, and uh, I did not watch all of it. I'm going to be honest. I did read about it. Um... But apparently, it is giving fa- some fans hope for the future of the series. It's so um, pathetic that that's the headline. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's good, I guess. Um, I th- the big reveal or the big thing that happens in this trailer is that um, the Whisperers are now a thing, which are some pretty famous Walking Dead uh, villains, which are basically people that cover themselves in like zombie flesh. And then communicate through whispering and whatever. Um, that so that's what it, that was because I did watch the whole thing and I actually yeah it, I agreed with the headline. It is giving some fans hope, even though I gave up about a season ago. Seeing white beard old man Rick was kind of cool, and I I would hope that they're leaning in towards maybe wrapping this thing up. Although we know it never will. Um, but at the end of the trailer, there's two people that cover themselves in mud hiding from zombies. And then you hear the zombies like, but then you hear, and I was like, 
holy shit, are these like zombies that can talk to each other? So this is way less interesting to me now. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that thing, I guess that was more so for like actual of like the Walking Dead comic fans, I guess it would be who it's for. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't have any idea what's going on with Negan or anything. Like, is Negan still in the picture? He, he was he was in a cell, and Rick had him locked oh. up. And I think they were trying to get multiple communities together. Again, both of us stopped watching a while back. So sorry if we sound like idiots, but it, it kind of makes me interested in, in starting to watch again. But it's not going to be enough. Um, skip ahead 45 seconds if you don't want to hear a potential spoiler. Um, but this has been news. Uh, apparently Rick has done a, like less than six episodes into the season for good. Wow. Wow. We'll see if it's uh, a peaceful exit or if somebody kills him because they're setting up for some Daryl Rick conflicts in this trailer. Uh, they started kind of fighting back and forth. He's like, we're on the same side. And Daryl's like, are we Rick? <laughs> so we'll see. Uh all right, uh, that's it for TV trailers. Now we got some movie trailers and some movie footage that was shown behind closed doors that neither of us will get to see, none of you will get to see, sadly. Um, but they showed some Venom footage, some Wonder Woman 84 footage, some Bumblebee footage, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse footage. Uh, Venom footage. Sounds like it, it actually sounded pretty good, and it sounded like it was received pretty well. Um, it sounded like it might be like R-rated kind of stuff, too. Like Venom's like From eating what I heard, heads. it was... <laughs> dark and bloody and i really hope they shot this movie hoping it'd be r um mm-hmm. i really hope it, it doesn't have the r rating officially yet but that is one thing that could give me some hope for for this sony venom movie with tom hardy why would we do this yeah. uh yeah i'd look forward to it if it was r um and uh i guess there's i guess there's another symbiote uh, that yep. that is uh, appearing mm-hmm. in this that sounds pretty gnarly, and then apparently there's rumored to be another one too, which is kind of so. Crazy. I believe Riz Ahmed is the character Riot. I don't know who that is, but that uh... well, it, apparently, apparently Riot is in this is at, at least going to be a symbiote that can jump from person to person. Oh, okay. Unlike gotcha. Venom, so I guess I guess the thinking is that it'll probably end up on Riz Ahmed. Um, okay. But then there's another one that apparently uh, like gets on a woman and like she kind of does like T one T one thousand T ter- yes. like one of the Terminator things uh, <laughs> like has like the bl- turns her arm into like a blade kind of thing like in Terminator. Mm. Um, so I guess it's like another one. Um, yeah, people's impressions were were positive with that with that footage. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, then Wonder Woman eighty four had some footage. Uh, it sounded pretty standard, uh, but apparently it's really getting across a much more like upbeat and light vibe than we would expect from a dc movie mm-hmm. um and it's really hammering home the the 80s setting it sounds like um the footage was just her like in a mall um saving some people and then hunting like catching a couple like thugs okay all right um i think i read we saw some i guess skip ahead 15 seconds but we saw chris pine in the trailer or in the new footage, yeah. I believe, but we're still not sure how he's back. Um, so yeah, they they said they didn't give any information about that, but they said that uh, him his return is like very important to the story okay. or something like that. So yeah, cool. Um, and then we have some Bumblebee footage. I didn't read anything about the Bumblebee footage. What do, what do you? I got? didn't either. You I mean, I don't really care enough to know more. <laughs> yeah. I, but apparently, the villain isn't Starscream. Some people are saying it's somebody oh, else because yeah. the timeline wouldn't make sense for Starscream to be there at that time because he came to Earth yeah. in Transformers 1. But then again, we thought yeah. Bumblebee came to Earth in Transformers 1, but he's been yeah. here for a long time. Like, 
doing stuff. So that's that's all I I, rem- I remember reading about. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and then we had uh, some Into the Spideyverse stuff, um, but we've already talked about that a bit, so we don't. Uh, yeah. I don't think we need to get into that anymore. Time for the actual trailers we got out of this. We will start with the one that um, Andy and fellow Glitch Up founder uh, Pat were going bonkers for in our <laughs> Slack channel on Saturday in the middle of the day when it was Ugh. released. Godzilla King of the Monsters had his first trailer release. Uh, it's got a stacked cast. Vera Farmiga, Kyle Chandler, Millie Bobby Brown, Ken Watanabe, Sally Hawkins, Thomas Middleditch. Um, there's, Jesus, there's some other people Possibly too. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, oh, Charles, yeah. Charles Charles Dance. Dance. Yeah. 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 Charles, I, think, I think what I heard is Charles Dance is supposed to play like the older version of Tom Hiddleston. I read that as a rumor, not confirmed, but I can totally see it. Yeah, but apparently Tom Hiddleston might yeah. be in this, whether it's a flashback or whatever. Interesting. Gotcha. Um, but we have, uh, basically this sets up Vera Farmiga as like someone that is imploring the government, whoever, to uh, bring out the Titans uh, because the world is just dying away, is what she's saying, essentially, and that um, these titans, these monsters, the original gods of the Earth, they need to awaken them so then they can sort of reset um, the world and right it, which means awaking Godzilla, which means awaking Mothra, which means awaking... Uh, Rodan. Rodan, yeah. King, and, uh, King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, yeah. And Mothra. so... That doesn't sound like it's going good. Going to be a good plan. Certainly doesn't look like it. Um, it immediately we get some, backfires. <laughs> some uh, just amazing shots in this trailer. Amazing music in this trailer. The imagery is crazy. It looks just like end of world type of stuff, which generally mm-hmm. we don't like. We don't like when movies mm-hmm. jump to that as like the thing because you can't really top an end of the world scenario. But I think it's justified with this when you have these absurd monsters like the scale of these monsters is insane too like they look it's absolutely crazy so i was on a wine tour in napa sonoma Uh, i was visiting san francisco this weekend and this came out and it's one of my top most anticipated movies and it came on and my brother and i spent our childhoods watching old godzilla movies so extremely nostalgic for godzilla absolutely love this kaiju and when it came on and like this claire de lune classical track came on and it really played up the literally the god factor of these titans, these kaiju. I almost started weeping. I'm not going to lie. You can ask the <laughs> wife. I was like extremely emotional. And I thought it was like immediately one of the fav- my favorite trailers I've ever seen in my entire life. I thought that the scale was insane. The destruction was just like beautifully horrific. Rodan's flying over the city and literally taking just towns with him, which is a signature move from the old old movies. Ghidorah looked beautiful. That shot of Mothra in the waterfall was just gorgeous. I, I, I'm, I was floored by this trailer. That's why I put it first. I wanted to get it over with so uh, so we could talk about some other movies. Um, The thing, I mean, like, the entire trailer was pretty incredible. The thing that stuck with me the most that I just, like, keep coming back to is Charles Dance saying, Long live the king, which is just, like, <laughs> the most glorious line for him to Long say. Long live the king. It's such a Game of Thrones thing for him to say. Um, So it seems like with the movie, you also have another faction, maybe, because I think Thomas Middletitch, however you say that, and other people seem to work for this other company that maybe want to take the technology or do something else with the monsters. They're called Monarch, I believe. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know what's going on there. I believe Vera Farmiga and 
Kyle Chandler? No, Scott. Yeah. Scott, uh, Kyle, bl- Kyle Chandler, yeah. They're divorced in the movie, so Millie Bobby Brown is probably in between those two. Who she loves more, she says to Vera, you're a monster at some point. Um, a lot of ins and outs. From early impressions that I've read of screener, screeners of the movie with work-in-progress CG, they say they do do the whole thing where they play up the family a little bit too much, but from what I've heard, there's literally two to three times as much Godzilla in this movie than the first one. I'm about it. That's good. That's we good are, to hear. We are in for some destruction. So this movie's still over a year, or I guess under a year away. It's May of next year, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah. Yep. And the director is Michael Doherty. He directed Trick or Treat, Krampus. He knows how to do monsters well. Number Probably my number one most anticipated movie at this point. It might have hopped ahead of Infinity War Part 2. Uh, next up is Shazam! Uh, starring Zachary Levi, uh, Eddie Kasprak, who played... Um... Oh no, that's not his name. That's that's uh, his he, name in it. Yeah, yes. that's his name. Yeah, in it. Yeah, the kid that played that, that guy. Um, and uh, not really anyone else notable that I can see, but this is from David F. Sandberg, who made Lights Out and did, Annabelle Creation. Um, did you say Mark Strong? It looks like he might oh, play no, a villain in this him. movie. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, my bad. Uh, but this is uh, this is in DC Universe. Um, it's about a like a foster kid uh, in a family that like beats up some kids or protects Eddie from some bullies, beats him up. Then he gets chased. He ends up on a subway. Then he ends up in this weird mystical realm. Some feng shu dude is like, I want you to take my powers or like, I want to inhabit my powers into you, but you have to say my name. And it's like when the first good joke happens, when like, he's like Shazam. And then the kid starts like laughing because Shazam just sounds absurd. So Um, absurd. Yeah. But then he turns into Zachary Levi. And so basically it's just a kid in a superhero's body. I think the old uh, weird Japanese dude that's like, say my name. I think that's Jimon Hansu. Who's that? Um, the guy that in Guardians of the Galaxy says, who? And is just like, oh, really? barely any parts. And like he was in Blood Diamond and a bunch of other random yeah. things. I yeah. think that's him. Oh, my God. Um, I, th- I, th- I actually think this looks kind of good. I was surprised. I was, I was taken a little bit aback. Same. I thought it was... The like VIP, it was like the MVP, uh, you know, besides Godzilla, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was probably my second favorite trailer. Uh, you know, we got Aquaman, Glass, Fantastic Beasts, all the, all really good trailers, Overlord, Overlord. But I had a lot of fun with this. It just reminded me that of just like a lighter side of comic book heroes, mm-hmm. and DC knows to finally just take a step back and make a fun, good movie for once. Stop trying to build a goddamn universe. Yeah, the uh, the only thing that bothered me about it was them using Kendrick Lamar's Humble in it um mm. which just felt out of place but yeah. i mean the the trailer was funny enough and just like kind of wacky enough that that it hooked me yeah i'm a huge huge levi fan uh, loved okay. chuck he he really just from the trailer itself he he just plays this childhood wonder on his face so well and like he just looks like a big idiot kid in a big superhero body it looks like a lot of fun and i didn't think i don't think either of us were l- like looking forward to this and now i'm like all Certainly in on it <laughs> yeah. yeah um i think this is uh april next year so nice we get we get that and then godzilla the next month uh next up is another dc movie aquaman uh released a its first trailer um and it looks okay it looks okay it looks all right um it looks a little goofy 
in yep, parts. Yeah. It looks a little the Phantom Menace underwater scenes with big, <laughs> weird, goofy animals. and But, like, it's Aquaman. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I like Jason Momoa in it. It feels like Jason Momoa is having fun. It feels like they're letting him have fun and kind of, like, make dumb jokes that like works so because dumb. he's saying them <laughs> um, dude when he gets on the submarine he's like oh my god yeah permission to come aboard and he smirks <laughs> yeah. at the camera i was like jesus christ is he just gonna keep saying like water <laughs> water memes the whole time <laughs> it's like um it's like is me with my shirt off making you wet just just <laughs> terrible like liquid based puns and like sea based uh, puns oh god this uh, this looks like I rewatched the trailer today. I originally watched it on Saturday when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, I'm a little surprised. It doesn't look as terrible." And then I watched it today, and I was like, "It doesn't look terrible. Still, it looks average, but it also just looks like a movie that should have came out in like 2004." Right, uh, when Entourage was parodying it, <laughs> like yeah. making it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what's her face in the red hair? Uh, she looks Amber Heard. She looks all right. Um, and then he looks good. I, I expected the underwater scenes with them talking to look weirder, but I think they looked pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. I they they said they weren't gonna do the speech bubble every time and I was like they weren't Thank they God. didn't say like how they were gonna do it, but mm-hmm. I guess they're just talking underneath water with no bubble and um Patrick fuck, what's his last name? The villain Wilson. Patrick Wilson looks fine. Um there's another guy, I think Manta Ray or uh, like another villain in the movie. We got Will, Willem Dafoe was supposed to be like the like had like the teacher for Aquaman or some bullshit like that. I don't know. Um, the two things that I didn't like were uh, like the first scene with him as like a little child at the aquarium. That was <laughs> yeah. so just cringy. Just generic um, bullies bullying a kid, and the sharks yeah. just backing behind. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then I just don't like that it's like the kind of villain story that we've seen a million times, like, Oh, my stepbrother wants the crown. Come yeah. On. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was uh black Manta is another guy mm. in the movie. I can't uh. remember who he's played by, but somebody cool. Um, I, I thought it was fine, except it did look a little silly with just the giant crabs and sharks and what looked like a goddamn Mosasaurus or something, just <laughs> yeah. charging at each other in the end. Uh, another water based, I'll bring the wrath of the seven seas with me. I was like, we get it. It's ocean and water based. But then I thought the the worst part was the end where he's like, you can't jump out without a parachute. And then she's like, hey, where'd she go? Huh, redheads. And then he jumps out as well and he's like, wow. It just reminded me of like him flying around in Justice League being like, my man. <laughs> Woo. Oh, God. Gonna rewatch Justice League sometime. No, um, never. Ne- <laughs> next, next up is Glass, the sequel to Unbreakable and most more recently Split. Um, we got Samuel L. Jackson back. We got Bruce Willis back. Bruce Willis. Uh, we got James <laughs> McAvoy back. Um, I'm calling on that from now on. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Paulson is gonna be in this as what a what appears to be like a psychiatrist psychologist. Great. Um, they're all like locked up in a psych ward. Um, clearly that's not gonna work out because they're superheroes. Um, Annie Taylor Joy's back. Surprising. I didn't. I didn't think that would be the case. <clears throat> yeah. Um, kind of weird, but uh feels like you know bruce willis is going to be the good guy 
Um, Samuel L. is the evil mastermind, obviously, and uh, he is just going to team up with James McAvoy's Beast. And it's, I think he's going to be the middleman. I think he's. The, it's just going to be both of those forces pulling on him and trying to convince his personalities to be good or bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks like Ina Taylor-Joy at one point grabs his hand and is like trying to help him. Um, but yeah, uh, Mr. Glass <laughs> wants to see the Beast and wants to do bad things with the Beast. Uh, there's, it's literally written... In, in the movie, there's a shot where it, like it's like a comic book section, I think, or a movie section, and it says heroes in neon light and villain in, in neon light. I think it's just going to be a which side are you going, which path you're going to take movie. Yeah, but it um, all right. I mm, yeah, I don't think it looks very good. I'm all yeah. a little I, like, negative on it. I was, I it didn't really said me either way. I was like, oh, I'll see I, this. I think part of it is the fact that I don't think I've ever. I think I've seen Unbreakable, but I saw it when I was young, like yeah. way long ago. So like I don't remember it. Um, so I think that might be part of it. But based on Split, I love Split. I just this doesn't feel like sort of the same tone. It just feels kind of like this weird crossover um, between like what's trying to be like a serious action movie and then like a psychological thriller kind of thing. And I'm not the biggest fan of that. Yeah. Um... And- Shout out to uh, the worst superhero costume of all time as well, a uh, raincoat. <laughs> Bruce Willie just wears a raincoat around and, and is a superhero, technically. <clears throat> um, Samuel Jackson did have a had have an image come out where he was just like dressed in like all purple um, garb and like a purple top hat, and that might have been like my favorite image of all time. Oh, sweet. <sighs> Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, uh, we got another trailer for Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, so this is like a pretty long trailer. This is like three minutes long. Um, we already got a first trailer that kind of showed a lot of it. We're getting young Dumbledore teaming up with uh, Newt, played by Eddie Redmayne from the first one. Um, <clears throat> and clearly Johnny Depp's Grindelwald is going to get up to some bullshit again. Um this just had, you know, a lot more action in it, a lot more Dumbledore in it. Um, it laid out a lot more stuff for people that might not have read the books to understand. Um, it laid out the fact that, like, Grindelwald and Dumbledore have a relationship as opposed to before it kind of, like, hid that. Um, we got a uh, famous Harry Potter character, uh Nicholas Flamel at the end of the at the end of the trailer. I don't even remember that dude. Um, person. He's only so. he's brought up like a couple times. He's never like he's only talked about he's talked about in like the first one because I think he created the Sorcerer's Stone or something like that. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I think this showed too much. I liked the first trailer a lot. It hooked me. I think this one showed a little bit too much. But I love Harry Potter. I thought the Fantastic Beast was amazing. I thought it was one of the better Harry Potter movies. So I'm all in. Um, I'd still just wish it was Colin Farrell instead of Johnny Depp. Yeah, we got David Yates back for his 100th Harry Potter <laughs> universe movie uh, as a director, and yeah, it was it's it's leaning more into the Harry Potter universe. I think they did a good job not doing too much like remember this from Harry Potter <laughs> in the in the first one, and now they they've kind of earned the, the right to to start connecting that a little more. Jude Law, great casting for Dumbledore, mm-hmm. just just stellar. You got uh, what's his face with the terrible haircut who also plays the Flash. He's back. I don't even remember what happened with him i think he broke out of a prison he had some weird stuff uh you've got like he was an orphan you've got like a really sweet cg monster with long wavy hair at some point i thought looked really cool and then Mm -hmm. yeah johnny depp riding some sort of like hearse through the midair like firing stuff left and right and like gray cg stuff he looked a little ridiculous but yeah i'm with you i'll take colin farrell over johnny depp did you hear what happened at comic-con with johnny depp 
he showed up in full makeup and like no one really cared. They're like, we don't like you anymore, Johnny Depp. Like, <laughs> you're, did we don't want you. Did you read the Rolling Stone article that came out of him like a month ago or so? I, I picked my way through it and it was eye-opening stuff. He's broke yeah. and weird and yeah, desperate he is. and addicted to drugs and. Yeah, he's messed up. Um, I think another interesting thing is like. You know, Disney fired James Gunn, and then, like, obviously this is, like, WB, this isn't Disney, but um, they're still letting Johnny Depp stay on board for this, even though, like, he was in it for, like, two minutes in the last movie. Mm-hmm. They could have easily gotten rid of him and just been like, oh, no, it was actually Colin Farrell the entire time, or another actor, because, yeah. like, he had, like, domestic abuse accusations come out against him, and, yeah. like, pretty, like, substantial evidence, so... And he's know. known kind of to like stuff. not um, be very stable. I don't. I don't get why they uh-huh. put him in such a big role. You know, so yeah. And for like four more movies too. Yeah. Weird. Um, next up, we got a second trailer to Alita: Battle Angel, um, which was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Um, stars Christoph Waltz, um, Rosa Salazar. Uh, you got the the guy Mahershala from, uh, Ali. Forgot, yeah. Yeah, Mahersh first of all, what is, what is what is what is Mahersh doing? He just won an Oscar. And he's I don't in know. This weird movie. He's, okay, well, hold on, hold on, we'll, we'll hold on. We'll talk about how weird and like awful this might look. Um, and then what's the guy from? Um, oh, there's a, there's a guy in here too. I think he was from. Uh, he was the villain in Deadpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, can't his, remember name his name for the life yeah. of me. <laughs> I was he, trying to think about it during the show. He was. I um, out. He was he the was, original uh, <laughs> Dario in Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. He yeah. quit that to go reboot the transporter, which bombed because you can't <laughs> replace Jason Statham as the transporter. He's too much of an icon in that role. Uh. Um, this looks weird, and I feel like they did a better job. I think they changed her face a little bit to make her not mm-hmm. look so much like a troll, weird, golem-looking creature. But I still can't get behind whatever James Cameron's trying to do here. Um... Yeah, it doesn't look very good. It again looks like a movie that should have came out in like 2004, 2003. It would have been like it would have been like a good movie that came out then, but it would have been like probably more well received or like would have done better at the box office. It's just like we have better movies now and this doesn't look like a good movie. It just looks stupid. Like when they're fighting, it, it's her as like a CG smurf and she's fighting some other like robot from Tron and it's just I can't tell what's going on when they're battling. It just looks fake and it's set a, <laughs> it's set against a real backdrop with real like Christopher Waltz is talking to her and it just looks like a real person talking to a hot golem. And I don't know what to think. She looks like Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. And I'm like, I'm kind of attracted to this smeagol golem looking thing. But she's a good fighter. And I just don't know what to feel. <laughs> so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avoid this, this one. I think. It's this Smurf fighting some character from Tron. Oh, man. What a perfect It's like a hot golem Smurf. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> Well, sweet Jesus, yeah, pass on this one. This one comes out around Christmas and it's going to get crushed. It's going to make uh, no money. Destroyed. Oh, and our uh, our last trailer for the week and our last bit of anything here for the week is a trailer for Overlord coming from J.J. Uh, Abrams' Bad Robot production company. Um, supposedly supposed to be in the Cloverfield universe, connected to the Cloverfield mm-hmm, universe somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly doesn't feel that way. 
uh, based on the trailer, feels mm-hmm. wildly different from everything else or all the other Cloverfield movies. Uh, we got Giovanna Depo, who was in um, The Leftovers. He was uh, Michael in The Leftovers. Um, we have Wyatt Russell, who was in Everybody Wants Some. He was in the Black Mirror episode with like the, the VR video game. Yep. Um, this is World War II set. Uh, they're going over to France. Uh, they get shot down. They end up in like Nazi territory. And there is some weird Nazi experiment stuff going on, and some zombies, some demons, some wild stuff happening that they experience. But it looks really fun, and like not like super serious as the other movies have been, um, and like not straight up horror or straight up like thriller. It just feels like an action kind of sci-fi movie. There's a PS3 or PS4 game that looks just like this, and I cannot remember what it was. It's like aliens and Nazis. So this. I was really excited for this, and I was hoping it was more than just, like, fast Nazis from, like, 28 Days Later. I was hoping for some sort of Uh creatures or some weird, like, character or creature design, but it just looks like zombies, and, like, we're all kind of burnt out on zombies. Um, So this trailer kind of disappointed me, but it's Abrams, and it's Cloverfield, so I'm sure it'll be fun. I, uh, yeah, no, I definitely would have preferred something a little bit more, you know, uh, less zombie-like and more, you know, alien or demon-like, or you know horror thriller kind of vibe but the fact that it like went this route is kind of interesting especially after like kind of needing a palate cleanser on the cloverfield universe after cloverfield paradox which was garbage Mm -hmm. um so so i'm i'm kind of down with this i'm just interested in how it's actually going to connect to the cloverfield universe um Uh, yeah some sort of chemical or drug or something that uh, yeah it's just it seems like a really loose connection um the ps3 game i'm thinking about is resistance fall of man watch the trailer it it does it reminds me a little bit about it but i'd still i'd still be more interested in seeing something like that versus just what seems like a nazi time set zombie shooter movie looks to be be a lot of fun though some probably insane deaths and gore and stuff so it'll it'll we'll, we'll probably love it but i wanted something more yeah Definitely. Um, All right, so that is it for our Comic-Con episode news and trailers this week. Um, We will have Mission Impossible Fallout review for you next week, maybe end of week this week. Uh, we got to figure it out. We're going to a wedding, um, so we might actually have a chance to record it in person together, which, as we always say, will happen. Never actually happens, but maybe it'll happen this time. Um, Otherwise, it'll be out early next week. and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll actually have some more news for you on top of this since it'll be such a such a close time frame to the big news week of Comic-Con. Um, thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe and review on whatever podcast listening platform you're using. Uh, like, comment, share, um, all that fun stuff on any social media platform you find us on. Tell your friends to listen um, and do all that stuff. And we will see you next week. You don't need to do outro music. I've got this. Just go ahead and fade out right now. Get down with the victim. We both know you need them. You're stuck in the middle of all irrelevance.
Fight the friction! So easy. 